It's me, Shaylee, and we're back in these podcasts in Prayer Part 2, and I'm here with Danny, Giselle, and Diane. Hey, guys. Welcome back uh, to the Prayer Podcast. Well, it's not a prayer podcast, but it's a prayer <laughs> episode. Welcome back to the encounter, guys. Honestly, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about, um, like, like maybe like a different way that we can, way that we uh, reached, uh, not reached, but we talked about last time about prayer. Um, and I wanted to talk about like a few things. For example, prayer. Uh, sometimes I feel like um, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know who, and I don't know why they do this. But I feel like they give us like a wrong sense of prayer, right? Sometimes they're like, "Oh, pray, pray for your food," and you're like, "Why do I have to pray for my food?" Or you sometimes go, "Oh, go to your room and pray 15 minutes," and you end up falling asleep, right? Or like, like I, I can honestly say that my parents never forced me to pray, but I've always, um, I've always been in my friends houses that they used to force them to pray so i was by them by by how do you say that by friendship i used to be forced to pray and i used to be forced to read the bible and i used to i used to just despise it and and i want you guys to understand that that now that i understand what i do and i understand and i have a relationship with god if you guys haven't don't know what a relationship is um go back to our you know podcast there's relationship uh, versus religion part one and part two but I was gonna say, guys, that prayer has become like a, like almost like a phone call with Christ and with God, you know. And and the number one thing we have to understand with prayer is that we pray. I think I said this last time. I think we pray to the Father, in the name of Jesus, and through the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is our messenger, so we can't just forget about the Holy Spirit, right? So we have to understand that this this talk. And I'm always like. Even when I give class, like, you know, like my only pet peeve in class, you guys can speak over me and everything. I don't mind. But it's talking during the prayer. Like if I see anybody like on the phone while I'm praying, I just feel like that's so disrespectful. And the reason why I think it's so disrespectful is because if we would go to a funeral, nobody would be on their phone. Right. Or for example, if you were, let's just say uh, the president is not realistic. Let's just go to your, if you go to a nice dinner with some important people and your mom sees you on your phone, she'll slap the phone out of your hand and she'll be like, you put your one hand on the table and you better eat with your fork and knife. We're not at home. Right. This So I ask the same thing for people that, that say, that, that come to church be like, please don't, don't interrupt my conversation with God because it's not like, you know, it's not like a, it's an uh, it's a what's it called? It's like a, all the time that I'm talking to God. Well, even though we pray a lot, but I'm saying you know what I mean. Like every time I ask for something, it's not like I try to ask all the time. So this moment is sacred to me. Don't mess that up, right? So so I was gonna tell you that that in Matthew six nine, that's where Jesus gives us a, a, a of example, and it says, "Pray then like this: Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us for debts, and also we have forgiven our debt our debtors." And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, you, Heavenly Father, will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others and their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So I love this. And some people think that we should recite this. And we should almost like keep it like as a, as a thing that we should always read and everything. But I believe that this God leaves us here and leaves us this um, almost like, um, have you guys ever played, have you ever played ad-libs? 
Yes. Yes. And it says, you know, the stinky and it says adjective. And then it says uh, had and then verb, you know, and then had yeah. like he left us this so we can play with it. And I don't mean like play with it like like a joke, but like almost like filling into what we need, right? Like so he, uh, huh? Like insert here. Yeah, like exactly like an insert here thing. Like it's not it has it doesn't have to be the same way that Jesus prayed, but this is the way that we should get to him. For example, who do we pray for? To the Father, mm-hmm. right? To where where he's at in heaven. Your name should be praised forever. Your name is holy. So um, you, every time we pray, we have to see what Jesus did because we're trying to be like Jesus, right? And Jesus was the son and Jesus was close to God. So he knows what he likes from God. And I'm sorry, if you just want to say something, please, um, uh, what's it called? Um, go ahead. Go ahead because if not, I'll talk forever. And uh, But I want you guys to know that that prayer... Uh, because the first question was, what is prayer? But prayer is more of like a communication. And you don't have to start our Father, Heavenly Father in our name. You know, like it, has yeah. to, it can just be a conversation of like, dude, I go as petty. And I've said this a few times. I go as petty as asking for a parking spot. Like literally, oh, yeah, I've asked for parking spots. Dude, I've asked. Um, I'll tell you guys another one. So I, I, I was out for like three weeks right now, right? And I was in flights and I woke up um, on Monday, the day I was going to San Francisco. And literally I said, I was in the shower. I was like, God, look, I'm your son and. I believe that I deserve royal stuff. I do. I'm sorry. That's just <laughs> that's just my 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 train of thought. And I know that as your son, I deserve to be comfortable on my flights. So can you please leave like a space between me and the other person? And I go, I forget about it, I listen to music, come on over there. I get on the plane and guess what happens? I get a middle seat open. And I'm the only middle seat open in the whole plane. Bro, literally, I'm about to cry. Literally, I swear, dude. I'm like, I'm like about to cry, and I'm like, Jesus, thank you so much. And, and then, and then I pray. I I also pray back again, and I go, I know, I go, God. And even if you didn't, I still love you the same. Like, and then the next flight was even a smaller plane. And it was really uncomfortable because there's not somebody next to me. And I, would, I told the whole time, I was like, God, but even if you don't give it to me, I still love you. Yeah. Like, like. It, it, what you give me doesn't doesn't define. The, yeah it doesn't define how much I love you. Like right. thank you for giving me that little thing, and I'm sure he gave it to me. He's like, yeah, I love you, but now time to suffer. Yeah, go ahead. As you can see, like personal prayer is different from praying in a group. So um, this is how my mom explained it to me that the Our Father is a dictation of like an outlet, an outline to pray in church. Because there's order in everything we do. But, mm. like, when it's a personal prayer, it's your relationship with God. Right. So, you get to talk to him, like, how you did, like, oh, God, like, please, the parking spot or, like, the seat or, yeah, like, sometimes I'm like, Lord, just help me, like, through the day because, right. like, it, it's a struggle sometimes. But, like, you could see that personal is different from, like, in a group. In a group, you need to be organized. Everyone needs to be on the same like train of thought because if we're all over the place then it's like we're not in unity so we need that outline to be in unity as a group yeah and i'm so glad you mentioned that about personal and group prayer because in order for us um let's say we want to pray in a group you gather with the youth and and you want to have like a solid like worship prayer you know um in order for that to be strong or in order for for the holy spirit to hit different you know like <laughs> obviously it hits when the, when in spanish it said only dos o tres yeah. um oh, you know yeah yeah perfect so you can yeah and then um you know in order for that to happen is that you need to pray on on your own 
you know you need to have a a, a stronger relationship with uh um god you know and i'm not gonna go too into it because as danny said we have a relationship um podcast but in praying on your own having that relationship with god one-on-one is something in, immaculate you know and it's and it, it's so many benefits it's literally a win-win situation and when you go in a group prayer it wow you guys i don't i've never i don't know if you guys ever been in a group prayer or like as like um when you're serving and everyone's praying and everyone's saying that um god remind us that this isn't for this isn't to look good for the people but for you you know and you hear everyone pray and it motivates you to pray even more i like i don't know it's just a strong sense that um that i find in people yeah, and I was going to tell you guys that in Acts 2, the way that the Holy Spirit falls was because they were all together in the same place and they were all praying for the same thing and they all looked the same. When the word says, I already said this many times, but when it says we look the same, it says they're all trying to look like Christ. Therefore, there's power in prayer when they're together, right? Mm-hmm. Almost as like God almost pays attention more when we kind of say, hey, we're going to pray for this tense you know this sense uh today you know we're gonna you know we're gonna pray for healing we're gonna pray for this just today we all have it together go ahead you want something yeah actually i was gonna add a perfect example of this uh honestly because unity brings so much uh, unity brings christ to where we wherever we are right so a perfect example is um when moses had to have his hands raised to defeat the enemies uh i think it was amilek um and when when Moses had his hands raised the Israelite army would be winning so hands raised that means worship that means praise right, right. Mm-hmm. but every time that he would stop that worship he would stop that prayer Those then the, they would start right. losing so eventually they had to be one man on his right and one man on his left lifting his hands up for him because he couldn't do it anymore so when we gather together and pray in the same motivation, we pray in the same spirit, the same understanding, the same purpose, the same mission, then that's when the spirit can move because the atmosphere changes. We're no longer in this dimension. We're moved. We're transported into a new dimension where the spirit of God is among us. And that brings us to be able to speak to the Lord face to face. And as you can see, when it's a group, you're more selfless. You don't think about yourself anymore. You're like, no. Uh, we're praying all together for one thing. But imagine you're the only one praying for yourself while it's in a group. It's like, bro, you're not on the same page. Right. Like, get on the same page. Get on the page, bro. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, if you want to pray for yourself, that's why you have personal time. You have your private time at home. And that's how God says, too. Like, he's like, okay. Pray by yourself. Don't be praying in front of others because it's like, what's the point? Are you just trying to exalt yourself or like trying to say like, oh, yeah, I pray all the time? No, it's like when you're in front of everyone, you pray together for one thing. And when you're in church, you pray for the Holy Spirit to fall on top of us and we want like to feel the presence all of us because that's the point of being in church of course people come with their issues people um come with problems but that's why in the beginning you're like okay god like i leave that um take it yeah leave it at the door like give it to him be like i don't want this anymore like fill me with your holy spirit so you could be filled for the next day so you could feel better and you could go through your whole day being like okay 
But also, you don't fill yourself just Friday and Sunday. You have to fill yourself every day. So personal time is different from being in like a whole group. Yeah, you you know, and it's funny that it's funny that you say those those things. Oh, not funny, but it's almost like you know God speaking here because I was gonna tell you guys that um, we always ask the Holy Spirit to come down. Right, we always ask God to you know fill us with the Holy Spirit and everything, but yet, which is not bad. It's not bad, right? That's biblical, you know. But also, God has left us a way to go in through all the way to the holiest place. So, and and the reason why I'm telling you guys, and maybe and everything else all through prayer, right? Everything happens through prayer, and it's crazy because it's almost like climbing. It's almost like like walking up to the top of a hill. Um, we first. You first have to understand that prayer is so powerful that you don't always have to be a church to feel God or to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, but we all have to ask for the same. No, no, no. We all ask it for the same when we're together. But when you're at home, you should be able to pray. That's when the Bible in Psalms it says, I should, I should go into his courtyard with an act of thanks. And every single time we open and we go to the holy place and the holiest of places, and then we go to the atrium, uh, atrium comes before the holy place. But I'm saying like, like it becomes such a different, it becomes such a different, like, like, like style of reaching God's glory because that's why the worship is there. And I've also heard a pastor say that when we go to the holiest of holiest place, there's a different type of prayer there it's no longer oh god i need this but it's more of like a holy 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 and honestly i heard i heard this um i heard this from a pastor and honestly i was like in awe and i was wondering i was like uh, you know sorry i'm just gonna open up my heart right and i was like god but isn't it kind of boring to just say holy and holy all the time and they're like okay shaylee are we ready to switch can, can you just imagine like like holy but i but, but for eternity, right? Just saying holy. But I understand now that the reason why they're saying holy is because they're looking at God and God is infinite. And God has so many faces that they're saying holy in awe, like holy. Oh my God, look at this new part of God. Oh my God, look at this new part. Like it's more of an awe. It's more of a holy awe, like saying God is holy. What in the world? I didn't know God had this part. And we have to understand that, that in prayer can... Prayer can lead us all through this. But sometimes we always say, oh, Friday. Oh, you know, Sunday. Oh, Saturday is my day off from, from church. And uh, some people even tell me that. Some people even tell me like, oh, Saturday is my weekend from church. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It should be on the opposite. Every day should be every should be God day. And Friday and Sunday should be church day. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Those days should be for together. And that's how even some people want to tell me. I don't mean to attack anybody. I hope everybody understands. <laughs> but even when people tell me, oh, like, oh, I'm going to go eat or I'm going to go out, which is fine. You guys can all do. But there's there's like a there's like a there's like a beautiful thing when we all come together in communion. And there's a beautiful thing that we're all together. And and we we almost you feel like even like ready to more like to worship together. Like, do, uh, have you ever ever had like coming, you come in Friday and you guys want to worship and you guys all feel disconnected. But on Sunday night, everybody goes, okay, I know what Genesis wants. I know what you want. I know what everybody wants. And everybody's like feels connected is because of that communion that we've had earlier in the day where we had all day. It, yeah, was it hot? Yeah. Did we realize each other? Yes. Did we fight with each other? Yes. But we all love each other at the end of the day. And mm -hmm. that's the connection that God wants because then we start looking like him and that's what he wants. I don't know if anybody has something to say, but Yes, go ahead. No, because no, I, I was going to switch it. Oh, okay. So actually, I I feel like the perfect way to relate this is like a relationship, right? The dynamic is different when you're with uh, you, you're the person that you're with and a whole bunch of other people. 
And the dynamic is different when it's just you and that person. You can't marry somebody if you only know the dynamic between you guys with other people around you. So how are you going to get to know God? How are you going to be the bride of Christ if you only get to know him when you're in church? That doesn't make sense. That dynamic isn't the dynamic, the, the full dynamic. You have to know every aspect of the relationship in order to be able to be that bride of Christ, to be able to mature as the bride of Christ. If you don't have that relationship on your own with God, then he's never going to get to know you. You know, and I, I feel like that's so beautiful because honestly, intimate prayer with God doesn't have to be a 20,000 hour session that you do every single day. It can be five minutes of you just saying, hey, God, I'm here to check in. I just wanted to share what I'm thinking with you. I mean, he already knows. Yeah. But the fact that you are opening up that avenue of, of, of communication with him, he just feels like appreciated. He feels like, wow, like she really she he really takes me into account like in their daily life. It 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 opens that route for intimacy that you don't have when you're with a group, because when you're with a group, you have one mentality, one purpose, and one mind. And, and you know, I'll always, um, we always think that our situation matters when we pray. Like, if you feel sad, you ask for happiness. If you feel happy, you say thank you. And I want to read in First Thessalonians uh, five sixteen. It says, "Rejoice always and pray without ceasing." It says on eighteen, it says, "Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God Christ Jesus for you." So what it, what it means is doesn't matter what you feel almost like what i was preaching yesterday right like our prayer shouldn't be coming from a feeling it shouldn't be like oh i feel good today i want to say thanks no if you're going through it like if you're going through the thick of it say thank you if you're going through a good thing if you're going if you're going through a good uh if you're going through a good time in your life say thank you if now we're gonna end up like israel and moses and exodus when he says because you did not serve me when i gave you everything now i will make you slaves and i will make you i will let death come upon you and i always say god why do we need horrible things to happen to us to understand that we had to pray to you why do why, why does why do we have to be in a bad moments in order to understand that you are the reason why we live that's what i was gonna tell you is that in this verse it tells me that rejoicing is important it never says oh rejoice when you feel happy it means rejoice all the time if you like i said if you're in the thick of it just like the song you you pray if 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 you are going through good times you pray if you're just doing all right give thanks because every god lets everything happen for a reason and i want everybody to understand this is why we pray not just to ask not just to um you know ask for the holy spirit not just to ask for our personal stuff but also uh uh to to just be happy and give thanks and uh shelly you have something to say you wanted to shut up go ahead yeah it was uh perfect that you guys all mentioned that because that goes along with another question on how do we pray and there's a lot of ways on how we pray in secret um and that one you can search up in the verse matt 6 6 and the amp version it says but when you pray go into your most private room close the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you and next with the spirit and understanding and then 1 corinthians 14 14 14 it says if i pray in another language my spirit prays but my mind is not 
productive. So what does this mean? It means that I will pray with my spirit and I will pray with my mind. I will sing palms with my spirit and I will sing palms with my mind. And there's other there's other ways you can pray too with humbleness in Luke 18:11, with con- conjugated with a single purpose and mind in Acts 1:14 and not like a ritual in Matthew 6:7. This is all basic doctrine and you can learn in taking that class. Yeah, and and I agree. everything that you said just just hits just hits home, right? With everything you said, there's a lot of things we can pray for, and sometimes, you know what? I always I've always wondered. For example, have you guys ever gone hiking? This I just came to oh, my mind. Yeah. Like like right, I I love it too. Like honestly, when I go hiking, even though I'm panting on the end of it, and I feel like a, like a dead dog. <laughs> yeah. But but like but like, have you guys ever seen like a like a road that's not traveled that much and it's still like rocky and it's still and then you see the you know like going to Runyon Canyon like if you're from California you understand this right away right there's a huge place right and everybody walks through it and then there's that little trail that nobody wants to walk through it right but the more people walk through it what happens it gets bigger it gets it gets better for you guys to walk with and this is what prayer is it's an avenue that we must pave every single day mm-hmm. and uh, for example uh, uh, you know how we they just redid our, our street right here in front like it looks nice right now like we can actually play outside now and i say did that happen overnight or did it take 10 years for them to form it take 10 years from the landlord to say oh okay we're gonna repave this thing right now and it's so crazy because that's how it is mm-hmm. it takes years and years to pave a road just imagine just doing a hiking trail how long mm-hmm. it takes imagine how to how much to put signs and say hey this is prayer for my asking this is prayer for my, the holy spirit this is to, you know all those things we have to pave a road in our life mm-hmm. of prayer that all leads to the father yeah um yeah like you said like every single time you pray like if you pray every day it's not the same thing it's always something different and like through the guidance of the holy spirit like which we should be praying with the guidance of the holy spirit because it shouldn't be coming out of emotion because god is in emotion like Mm -hmm. you have to learn that just because oh today i didn't feel the holy spirit he's not here with me is like no, because he's not an emotion. He's a he's a being that he's with us all the time. So we always have to ask God, like, oh, help, guide me with your spirit and see what you want me to pray about today. And what is that? That's interceding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So even in the holiest place, the most holy, you're interceding for others. Right. That's how you know you're selfless. And that's how we're supposed to enter the most holiest place yeah it's not about you yeah. anymore it's about and either god or who, somebody else and who was allowed in the most holiest place the high, priest. the high priest so exactly that's what we have to be now we have to be a high priest and you know what's the, the the beautiful part that you just said who's allowed to be in that place the high priest and god comes he dies and he rips that veil mm-hmm. he tears that veil and goes now anybody can come in here and that's how i want you guys to feel like uh, maybe people the people that are listening to me like feel special this not back then it wasn't like this back then it was like i hope the priest did enough for on his part to do you know and yeah. then also i also was going to say that you know that with everything we said that uh we, everything like with prayer and you know we what i said and what exactly what you said that it's it's a we have to intercede and we reach the to the holiest place and you might say okay danny look i i don't, I, I don't even want to think about the holiest place because it, even way either way when i start praying i'm thinking about other stuff and it's so true right? have you ever started like close your eyes and start praying like heavenly father i ask you lord please this is and you're like oh my god what do you 
What do you think about that guy's doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. Or hey, did I turn off the plancha when I came back? <laughs> like, oh hey, bro, I'm hella, hey, I'm hella hungry. What are you gonna eat after? I'm gonna ask Danny. Like we're we're in the middle of yeah, prayer. Yeah. And, and honestly, guys, this this honestly this was taught to me. And honestly, I don't get me wrong, I still deal with it. Like honestly, I still do. Or for example, you know which one I hate when you're praying and some little voice goes, "Are you sure you should be praying?" Oh, Aren't you guilty of something? Yeah. Didn't you do something right before you got here? Yeah. Or didn't you think about this? And you're just like, oh my god! But you know what? I've always, I've always thought, I've always thought about this, and I said, who can we not? Who can we be if we're not disciplined spiritually? Mm-hmm. Like we have to discipline ourselves. For example, if you want to become buff and you want to have a six pack, you have to work out. Mm-hmm. And not only do you have to work out, but you have to eat right. Just like my friend Shady here, she cooks now. Protein. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, so you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you gotta really take it seriously. So yeah. what happens? What happens? What happens, Shaylee? If you want, if you like eating in and out. Oh yeah. Right? You feel like it sometimes. I'll be saying, no, I got home food, uh, food at home. You have to remind yourself, and that's what we have to do, Danny. But what happens when I'm I'm praying and then I think about the girl I like? You gotta talk to your soul, just like David did in Psalms. It says. Give thanks to the Lord. I have to convince my soul. And I know I've already said this, but we have to make a discipline. Guys, the only people that are disciplined is the bride. The bride is the discipline. Everybody else can just be like, ah, oh, it's okay. You can drink. Ah, oh, you don't want to pay. It's fine. Oh, you want to have, you want to fornicate. Ah, oh, it's okay. Whatever. What I'm trying to tell you guys, if you guys want to be the bride, if we want to be that little percentage of go with God, we have to be disciplined. And guys, we don't even have discipline to even read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, how many of us has daily devotions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not me. I know. Dude, I do a few a week, and I feel it's not enough. And I'm, I'm, I, or how, how, um, I've also heard of this thing called 2020 vision. 20 minute reading, 20 minute writing. Who, who does that? I'm like, bro, that's crazy. 20 minutes, 40 minutes of my time? Where am I going to put that time? You know what I mean? Yeah. But we should have a discipline, just like we yeah. have disciplines to go to the gym, just like we have disciplines to practice, just how we have. Dude, what about the Bible? Do we eat the scripture? Do we pray? And this is what I'm saying. Now, I don't want to go to the Bible, but I want to go to the prayer. Do we pray? pray to be disciplined or do we just pray to ask because that's what happens we just go god i need this god this thanks bro okay. take care what about if we just say god thank you very much and we keep our thoughts you know focused yes. and i always ask god i was like god give me the spiritual discipline to keep me focused now i have other disciplines but this discipline is the one that i want most because dude i, I fight with that in church and I'm like praying and I'm like, oh, you know, Josue just got off, got off, uh, you know, you got off the, the tone or something like that. But I'm kidding. You know, or 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 I hear the piano and the piano is off. And I, I, dude, it bothers me, bro. And I'm like, and but when I'm in another church that doesn't even have half the alabanza we do, yeah. I don't even care. You know, like, but in my church, I'm like, I'm kidding. I say, God, give me, give me, give me some patience and give me discipline so I can understand. Go ahead. Exactly. That's how we're supposed to be asking. Like we said, we have to pray in the spirit or else. If you're just asking and asking, you're just thinking about your soul. What's bigger, your soul? And we have to constantly be feeding our spirit. And how do we feed it? We read the Bible and we pray. Prayer is what leads us and what fills us and fills our spirit. And that's how we're able to take the reins on our soul. Because our soul wants to do everything. Our soul wants to do everything that's not prayer, something that's not like worshiping. You're more emotional. I'd rather be on my phone than pray. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no. Like, I tell the kids sometimes. I'm like, I'm not telling you to pray, like, an hour 
or two hours i'm like that's hard even for me i'm like just pray like two minutes i'm like two minutes is enough for god to understand what you're going through and what you what you want to tell god mm. like god sees that he's like okay she's trying or yeah. they're trying i see that they're they're taking at least two minutes out of their day to talk to me and that's what we need to start doing like start putting more practice into our spiritual lives instead of our soul yeah also honestly what, what you're saying is beautiful because you know you you can start with two minutes that's great but when you get to know somebody the more you get to know them the mm -hmm. more you have to talk about right yes. And so what I find so beautiful is that God gives us a way to get to know him. Yes. The word of God. And you can find that if, if you guys are interested in, I think, Matthew um, Matthew 1.1 or something like that, where it talks about that God is the word and the word is God. So if you read the Bible, you're literally getting to know God. And yes. so when you start to get to know him, then you can start to talk to him more because you, you, know, you know who you're talking to. Yeah. So the, the, the more you get to know him, the longer your prayer will be. And it won't be hard anymore mm -hmm. because you know who he is. And, you know, like as you proceed to like talk, like sometimes um, you say like, oh, I'm going to pray five minutes and then five minutes pass and you continue. Like, that's the whole point. But I was going to say, like, um, when we're praying and we ask, we have to like like understand and know what we're asking for because if you ask god hey god i need patience he's gonna give you something to uh, put it in your way in order oh for god. you to surpass that patience or like the story of my life huh? right exactly <laughs> and so you know like you just have to be ready although sometimes we're never gonna be ready like for example i would tell god like hey remove anything that isn't for me remove anything that doesn't please you remove people that don't do me any good and then when it's time to lose those people i'm like yeah. <gasps> I don't, you know, you feel like, ah, like, I don't even know what to do, yeah. but it's exactly what you asked for. So you have to um, be ready and then understand why you're asking for, for, because at the end of the day, like it'll, it'll do you good. So always like be prepared and understand what you're asking for. Cause God will definitely do it. Like in the Bible, it says in Matthew seven, seven, it says, ask and you will receive search and you will find knock and the door will be open for you. So that's something to always keep in mind. Yeah, I was gonna tell you, I just saw that um, the the verse that you were talking about was John one one, not Matthew one one. <laughs> and I was gonna say that I said I said the prophet Isaiah, and it's actually prophet uh, Jeremiah, and and exactly what what she says, it's it's so true. And but I was gonna tell you guys that I know it, it, we're not talking about this, but I don't know if some of you guys I, I've been teaching for like four years or five years, and I remember that I would always choose people to uh, what's it called to. To pray. I don't know if you guys remember this, and and then you guys would struggle. And yeah. I don't know some of you guys. You know, I think I think one of my first persons that I did that to was was House was your brother actually, and he struggled. He was like studying all over, and he was like he looked at me, and I was like, oh, don't be don't be afraid. I was like, I'm not I'm not I don't here to call you out. I'm here to see where you're at. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just remember that TikTok. Where are you at? Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I was going to tell you that he, he was like, how do I get better? And I was like, dude, read the Bible. And he read the Bible. And the next time he, he prayed, I was just like, whoa, bro. <laughs> talk about, talk about leveling up, bro. Like, yeah. and, and then we have to, and that's why this prophet Jeremiah in 15, 16, he says, your words were found. And another, another version says your words I found and I ate them. Why do you think he used the word eight? Because he digested him. He understood him. Listen, and your words became to me joy and the delight of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord of hosts. So imagine that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like, that 
there's there's something beautiful about prayer, but it cannot be without hand in hand with the Bible and with the Word of God. Just like all of you guys said, you cannot ask for patience, and then here comes some little kid bothering you, and then you snap at them. Dude, that was your patience. Yeah. You know, or somebody, uh, or I would, I would always... Honestly, since you guys are so young, when I was 18, I would ask God for the same. I wouldn't even pray to God when I was 18. But when I was like 21, I asked God, God, remove all the, everybody that that, does, that doesn't belong in my life, remove them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, dude, I, I, I have I have, I have a few friends. Like I can only have a few people that I can call friends, mm-hmm. which I, I told God, if this, if this is what I have to go through, if this is my mm-hmm. suffering for you, bring it on. Because I will give anything to be just his bride, and honestly, yeah. I'm so happy that that I, he lets me find him, and and I, I get to read about him, and, and I tell him, I'm like, God, I don't want, I don't want ever to feel this like, like thing that oh, I want this more than this, because that's not who I am, and that's not what God did, because he could have just said, hey, I want to go back to heaven, you know, whatever, you guys can deal on your own, and he didn't, he still died for us. So I was gonna tell you guys that when you guys pray, and when you guys d- decide to, you know, close your eyes and 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 talk to God, you guys have to understand what you guys pray for, and be careful. For what you pray for If you guys ask for For a God, a God Remove anybody That's toxic in my life Be careful God is gonna take him out And it yeah. might be Your best friend Yeah And honestly People don't know that Until it actually happens And they come up to me Like daddy I just don't know why She hates me And I'm like Well because bro You were praying For the right stuff like honestly, like um, even like I'm, I'm a pretty savvy Heavy set guy If you tell me Hey Danny You have to stop eating burgers I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But if you tell me, hey, you have to stop eating rice, bread, bro, I'm like, no, bro. That's, that's my every day, bro. Or tortillas. Uh, you know, like I'm saying, bro, that's I love those things. Or soda. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like those are the things that, but, but yet again, just like I said, you got to be disciplined, right? Yes. So, so like, I think, I think, I think let's just leave. Uh, you want to say one more thing? Yeah, I was going to say that if, um, <clears throat> Prayer is important, right? But just because you pray about something doesn't mean that God is going to answer you in that prayer. Yeah. Because there's a perfect time, there's a perfect moment and a place for everything. And maybe it's just not that time. Maybe it's just not that place. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it might just not be for you because Mm -hmm. God knows and wants what's best for you. So is there prayers that God's just not going to answer? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because God isn't going to give you something if it's going to make you downfall. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it's important to always keep in mind that just because God didn't answer a prayer or or do things the way you wanted them to be done doesn't mean that he's not looking out for you yeah. because he sees your future, the present and the past all at the same time. And all you can see is what's happening right here and right now. I feel like another another thing about prayer is that we usually get confused on I think you guys already um, talked upon it, but it's not just asking and asking and asking and asking God. You have to do your part as well. Like they said, you have to read the Bible. You have to pray on your own. You have to take those steps in order um, for God to have that relationship like you can expect um someone to do something for you if you just ask if just ask he's gonna feel like you're using them you know as as simple as like you know um let's say in a relationship you know you're you're talking to someone or like whatever you know and then you're just talking to them when you want to feel entertained or or um when you're like happy at the moment you talk to them there but when you're but when you're going to um when you need something or or as simple as like 
I don't know, getting to know that person or when they need something from you, you're not there. So it doesn't really make sense. So putting into into God, like you you pray and you ask for stuff and you're like, okay, I want I want to I want a car by tomorrow, or I I um I want to have more patience or like like stuff like that, and you just ask and that's it. Like you you need to like what they say, you need to expect and be prepared to have trials and um do your own part in in your prayer that you're asking it's not going to be a full 100 percent if you're only putting 50 or you're you, that 50 is god putting it and you're not completing the 100 percent. you yeah. know you know also i um just to maybe like close this up uh today i was gonna tell you guys that also a huge part of prayer you have to know your purpose so you can ask for things for example if you have to get across the world you ask for a bike would ask for a plane if you gotta get through water would you ask for a plane well you would but okay. you, you would but if you right it's just the situation right but you would yeah. ask for a boat you have to go yeah. to the water so god usually doesn't give us the things that he wants that he that we want because we're not asking the right thing just like just like shaley said we don't even know where we're going and we're already asking for a car and god might say you don't need a car you need a plane, you need a boat, something more yeah. expensive, something bigger. And we're here asking for a bike. So guys, uh, keep in mind uh, that, you know, this is just our point of view. Uh, the Bible verses are right here. And um, guys, God bless you. I hope this was a blessing to you guys. Guys, if this is a blessing to you, I ask you to please share it, give it a like button, rate it. I don't know how you guys do that on, on, uh, on the podcast, but maybe you guys should give it five stars. And if this is a blessing to you, and please share it. Share it on your story. Share it on, uh, to a friend or two. And um, it would help us, and it will help you to get the word out there, guys. God bless you guys, and uh, take care. See you guys next time.